People always ask whether Duncan Edwards was as good as everybody says. Absolutely, he was. Bobby Charlton was a fantastic player, but he said watching Duncan made him feel inadequate. The day he died, the Daily Mirror headline read, A boy who played like a man. And I think that's right. He was so young, but you would never have known it because he was the driving force of that great Manchester United team. He had it all. Left foot, right foot, phenomenal balance and poise. He could dribble, he could tackle. There was 14 stone of him, strong as an ox. When he got on a run, he couldn't be stopped. He had a saying before games, apparently. We haven't come here for nothing. Bobby said to me that if United were ever in trouble, the players would be thinking, come on, Duncan, get us out of this. And he'd go up and smash one in from 30 yards, straight in the corner. We'll never know what he might have achieved had he lived. He could have been England's captain in 1966 instead of Bobby Moore. He would only have been 29 then. And it's hard to see him not being in that England team. I saw the last game the Busby Babes played in this country. A 5-4 win at Arsenal on the 1st of February 1958. And that would have stuck in my mind even without Munich. It was a fantastic game. Such incredible quality. And the next I heard was a radio bulletin saying Manchester United's plane had crashed on the way back from Belgrade. It wasn't like today, with 24-hour news stations. You had to wait until the morning paper, or until it was time for the news on the radio, to find out what was going on. I would have been a ten-year-old schoolboy, listening to the radio in our flat on the estate with my mum and dad. Mum always had the radio on. The Billy Cotton Band show, the archers and the news. And that's where I heard about Manchester United and Duncan Edwards. I remember going into school and we said prayers for them all. Everyone was very, very upset, even the teachers. And as kids, it really affected us. I think we were in shock, particularly when he died, because for so long, the bulletins had been positive. Matt Busby and Duncan Edwards were recovering, they said. I kept a scrapbook. And I'm sure there's a picture from a newspaper in it of Duncan sitting up in his hospital bed. He was going to be all right. Sadly, his condition worsened due to severe kidney damage, and he died. I was devastated. He was my idol. Those early European games were an ordeal for English clubs. I've spoken to a number of players who were involved in them. And they said it could get really scary, particularly behind the Iron Curtain. The plane would be joined by MiG jets, which would escort them, often keeping them deliberately low, so the flight would be skirting the top of the clouds and really bumpy. Obviously, that wasn't what caused the Munich disaster, but flying was a pretty unnerving experience in those days. So, what made Duncan special? In modern terms, he was probably a defensive midfield player. But he had so much more to his game. His shot was tremendous, so much power. I remember reading that in youth tournaments for United, he was so exceptional, so much better than any player on the pitch, 
He'd start up front, get a couple of goals, and then move back to centre-half and defend the lead. He was only 18 when he made his debut for England against Scotland. Yet even with so many great players around him, he didn't look out of place. England won 7-2, and the age of his teammates shows how exceptional Edwards was. Stanley Matthews played at the age of 40. Bert Williams, the goalkeeper, was 35. Billy Wright, the captain, was 31. Nat Lofthouse was 29. And there was Duncan Edwards, 18 years, 183 days, and probably better than any of them. And it was all natural ability, not coaching, natural ability.